A red rose landed on the top of the closed mahogany casket. Cassie didn't know who had thrown it. She simply watched as it slid to the left, then stopped, its long stem hanging precariously over the edge. She hadn't thought to bring flowers. Only the two halves of a geode that had rested on the sleek black shelf in her family room. They felt rough and hard against her palms, as though they, too, would rather be anywhere but here. She slowly bent down and placed them on top of the casket. They didn't move or slide like the flower had. They just sat there with the crystallized insides winking up at her. She quickly retracted her fingers and took two steps back, unable to look away from them. The day Landon had proposed, he'd given Cassie a small gift box. Surrounded by his family and friends, her fingers shook as she'd opened it, only to find an ugly gray rock inside rather than the hoped-for ring. It had been the equivalent of getting a lump of coal in her stocking for Christmas. With a deep chuckle, Landon had taken the rock from her and tapped it against his parents' outdoor fireplace like he was cracking an egg. Two quick flicks of his wrist, and it had split open in a clean break, revealing an inside covered in light blue crystals. Resting against the beautiful backdrop was a large diamond ring. Cassie had gasped, her fingers flying to cover her mouth. This geode symbolizes us, he'd said. This part is you, this part is me. Together we make a whole. Then he'd knelt down, holding out the half that contained the ring. Say you'll be my other half, Cassidy Ellis, my better half. Her heart had become a puddle at her feet. Tears stung her eyes, and all she could do was nod. A grin split Landon's face, and he quickly slid the ring onto her shaking finger before jumping to his feet and drawing her into a kiss that made one of those spinning rides at an amusement park seem tame. Whistles and applause echoed around them, beating in her ears like a powerful bass drum. Normally Cassie wasn't one to seek the limelight, but in that blissful moment, life had never felt more perfect. She was marrying the man of her dreams, the man of most girls' dreams. Landon was handsome, intelligent, suave, and wealthy. He was Prince Charming, offering her the promise of a happily ever after. But as things turned out, it was the promised happily ever after that was the fairy tale, not her life. How naive she'd been back then. Oh, sweetie, my heart hurts for you. Cassie's mother's well-padded arm squeezed her tightly from the side. Are you sure you don't want me to stay with you tonight? I'll be fine, Mom. Cassie returned the embrace half-heartedly, unable to pry her gaze away from the casket. At the young age of twenty-four, Cassie was a widow. You shouldn't be alone right now, her mother insisted. I'm worried about you. Cassie blinked, trying to feel something, anything. But her heart felt like that geode, hard on the outside and hollow within. The only difference was that when cracked, her heart didn't have any pretty crystals inside. It was just empty. I really think I should stay. The finality of her mother's words made Cassie snap out of it. No, really, I'm fine. I just need to be alone right now, that's all.
More than anything, Cassie wanted this day to be put to rest with Landon's body. She was tired of playing the part of the grieving widow when she wasn't grieving at all. Her mother still looked hesitant. If you're sure, I'm sure. At least let me drive you home. Dad can drop your car off later. Cassie shook her head. There's something I need to do first, and I need to do it alone. No one else would understand her errand, and she wasn't ready to make them understand.